back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have your Bible, you can turn to the book of Titus, chapter number 3. The book of Titus, chapter number 3. And I want to begin reading today in verse number 12. The Bible says, When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or Tychicus, be diligent to come unto me to Nicolopolis, for I have determined there to winter. Bring Zenus the lawyer and Apollos on their journeys diligently that nothing be wanting unto them. And let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses, that they be not unfruitful. All that are with me salute thee. Greet them that love us in the faith. Faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. I want to talk to you just a little bit about something that I got out of my own personal Bible studies, and it's really helped me personally as I go through Christianity And the first thing I want you to understand about this subject that we're going to deal with is that I'm I'm wanting you to understand that Christianity is not always mountaintop experiences. Christianity is not always valley experiences either. There should be a balance in your life, but also there are seasons in your life that you're going to have high times and you're going to have low times. For instance, a high time seasonally would be that you get a great job with great benefits and great pay and more time off with your family. But then a low time seasonally would be that you have some sort of physical infirmity that plagues you. You understand what I mean by seasonal. So I want to talk to you for a little bit today as we think about the seasons, and even now it's starting to get cooler. The air's getting cooler. The days are getting shorter. And you can tell that fall is here, and it won't be long, and winter will be here, and it'll get cold, everything will die, and there won't be a lot of growth. And I want to talk to you today about the subject of this, how to make it through coldness in Christianity. How to make it through coldness in Christianity. Now, before we begin with the study for today, I do want you to go over to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number 3, and verses 1 through 8. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number 3, in verses 1 through 8. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Now, understand here that Solomon is writing the book of Ecclesiastes, and I understand that he's writing it from the point of view of a lost or natural man looking at the world. But here he says very clearly that to everything there is a season. Then begin in verse number two, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. So here very clearly the Bible is teaching us that there are different times that appear and come through life, and life is seasonal. So that is what I'm going to use to support the subject for today on how to make it through coldness in Christianity. Go back to the book of Titus, and we'll remain there in chapter number three for the remainder of the study. 
So here in the book of Titus, we have Paul, and he is writing to Titus. This would be considered one of the pastoral epistles. And Titus was the pastor of the church there at Crete, according to Titus chapter 1 and verse number 5. But here Paul is sending for Titus in verse number 12. Why? Because Paul is going to, if we read verse number 12 right there at the end of the verse, it says, for I've determined there to winter. Paul realizes that the winter time is coming. Paul realizes that there's a coldness in the air. And Paul realizes that his evangelistic journeys are going to be limited during this time. So what he's doing is he's preparing for the coldness. He's going to make it through coldness in Christianity. And the first thing that you see that he wants is he wants the pastor of the church of Crete to come to be with him. Notice, let's read verse number 12 quickly. It says, When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or Tychicus, that means Paul is going to send somebody to take the place there in Crete because Titus is going to be coming to Paul. Be diligent to come unto me to Nicolopolis, for I have determined there to winter. What Paul is saying here and what we can draw application-wise from these scriptures and how to make it through coldness in Christianity, Paul is saying that I need a preacher to be with me when it's cold. When my spiritual life might not be growing, when everything might not be flourishing, there's one thing that is for sure that I need to do, and that is to listen to preaching. And could we say in the day and age that we live in, if you're going to make it through coldness in Christianity, you've got to listen to preaching. You have to be faithful to church. One thing that you never want to do as you go through cold times in Christianity and by cold, I'm not talking about a physical coldness. I'm talking about a spiritual coldness. You want to maintain that faithfulness to church. Why? Because church is going to provide you with a way to hear a man of God preach the Word of God to your heart, to help encourage you, to help change your life. And without that, you're not going to make it through coldness. Paul realized, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to winter I'm going to spend a season somewhere, and I need help as I try to make it through this cold time. But the one thing that I know for sure that I need is I need a preacher with me. Now, we could say in the day and age we live in, as we listen to preaching, of course, I believe in going to the local church. I'm a local church man. I believe Jesus died for the church. But I also understand that in the day and age we live in, on top of going to church, we can listen to preaching usually on some sort of device or computer. For instance, if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously have access to some sort of resource that allows you to listen to something and take that same resource, if you're cold in your Christianity, and listen to preaching. There's a multitude of resources, but you and me, if we're going to make it through coldness in our Christian life, we're going to have to have a preacher. Because without it, we're not going to make it through. Paul said, I'm going to winter. I'm going to take a season. It's going to get cold. But I want a, a man with me that can preach the Word of God to me, to help me, to stay on the right path. Because the springtime's coming. And when spring comes, he'll be back on the move again. But right now, he's got to find a place where he can make it through the winter.
where he can make it through the coldness in his life. And then secondly, how to make it through coldness in Christianity. Number one, you need to listen to a preacher. But then number two, you need to obey the law. You need to obey the law. Verse number 13, bring Zenos the lawyer and Apollos on their journey diligently, that nothing be wanting unto them. Who was Zenos? He was a lawyer. Now, I understand it's an application, but it's still relevant for our lives. What do you mean by obeying the law? You think I ought to keep the Old Testament law? I didn't say you had to keep the Old Testament law, but the law was given for our benefit. Really, the only thing Jesus did away with when he died on the cross was a ceremonial law. But that's another podcast for another day. What I mean by obeying the law is do what you know is right. Do what you know is right. What you have learned your entire Christian life to be right, continue to do that. Don't sit there and change during a cold time. Don't compromise during a cold time. Don't be at a point where you want to try to figure out some deep Bible study during a cold time. No, just very simply obey what you know is right. Obey what you know is right. If you're two or three years old in the Lord and you're going through a cold time, then realize that those standards and convictions that you develop during your young Christian life are still the same standards and convictions that you need to keep as you go through a time where everything's not growing, everything's not flourishing, everything's not sugar sticks and gummy bears and rainbows and lollipops. It's done got cold and it's getting hard. But if you have a preacher and you maintain that obedience to the law, it will help you to make it through your coldness in your Christian life. And then number three, verse number 14. The Bible says, And let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary uses, that they be not unfruitful. Maintain good works. Just like anything else, it needs maintenance. Your Christian life is going to have to be maintained. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, you got to change something. What I'm talking about is maintaining it. If you have a vehicle, you know what you have to do? You have to perform maintenance on it. Do you know why you're performing the maintenance? So that you don't have a bigger problem down the road. So in your Christian life, if you're going to make it through coldness in Christianity, you're going to have to perform maintenance on your life and continue to do the things that you know are right. I'm not talking about adding anything to your life. I'm talking about maintaining your life. Read your Bible. Pray. Do some studies. Do some witnessing. And realize that it's cold. But that doesn't mean we should just shrivel up and die. Movement might be limited. Time might not be of the essence. But there's still some things that you need to do. And that's maintain good works. If you know what's right, continue to do what's right. Maybe you're not going to outline the book of Exodus during your cold spell, but maybe you can still get up and read two or three chapters of Proverbs and then read two or three chapters in the New Testament. Maybe you won't pray for four or five hours, but maybe you can pray for 15 minutes. If you're in a cold time, you do need to spend some time praying. But it's necessary. That's what the Bible says. It's necessary uses. It's important to maintain those good works. 
Because when the, when the cold time ends and there's time for growth and there's life and things are happening, if you maintain those good works, you'll be ready to go and ready to do and ready to give and ready to love when the opportunity arises for you to be able to do that. When the coldness passes, there will be an opportunity that you'll be able to take full advantage of because during the cold times, you've maintained those good works. You've been obedient to the law that you know is right, and you've been listening to preach and to help your spiritual life. Number four, let's look at verse number 15. All that are with me salute thee. All that are with thee. All that are with me salute thee. You know what you're going to have to do to make it through coldness in Christianity? You're going to have to fellowship. You have to fellowship with believers. Paul said, hey, I've got a group of men, women, boys and girls around me, and we're fellowshipping. It's very important. Don't ever get so crossways with the brethren that you can't fellowship because that fellowship is needed. That love for the brethren is needed because it might be that they're not cold Maybe you're the one who's cold, but they can help you to make it through coldness with that fellowship. Find you a believer that you can fellowship with to make it through coldness in Christianity. I remember one time in my life, I was going through something, and um, it was really hard on me just by way of, I guess, generalization. I had a family member who was, who was sick, and we really didn't know if they were going to make it or not. They had, you know how cancer is. It's just, it comes in, it moves in, and then you, you got so much waiting and so many tests and things like that. And, and I was at work one day, and I was talking to, um, to I guess, a, he was way more liberal of a Christian than I am. But I was cold. I was cold because of this trial that I was in. And I was talking to him about it, and he told me this. He, he doesn't, I personally believe, just my personal opinion, I believe the man was saved, but he hadn't grown a whole lot, and he was a little mixed up on his Bible. And, um, but he told me this. He told me this. And it, it helped me because I was so cold. And what I was doing was I was fellowshipping with believers during that time, and that's what was helping me. But he told me that um, one thing that's important, he said, when you're in a storm, is that you don't try to change direction. You just stay the course, make it through the storm, and then do any turning that you need to do. He said, if not, you'll make a bunch of turns in a storm, and you'll get turned around. He said, you're in a storm right now, but you can make it through it, and then try to make decisions. And do you know, if I wouldn't have been fellowshipping with a believer, I would have never got that little bit of information that I, that I used for months to be able to make it through that. And praise the Lord, everything turned out all right. And there was no death. There was no funeral. It, it all worked out well. But what I was doing was I realized I was in a cold time, but I was still trying to fellowship with believers. And then lastly, the end of verse number 15, it says, Greet them that love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. You're going to have to get grace to make it through coldness in Christianity. You're going to have to realize that God is going to have to help you. And God is able to help you. Remember, you're saved by grace. 
God gives you grace on, on more than one occasion. And the thing is, His grace is not limited. And so, if you're listening to preaching, you're obeying the law, you're maintaining good works, you're fellowshipping with believers, and you're getting grace from God, you can make it through the coldness in Christianity. Just tell God, God, it's cold. I'm not where I need to be. You know what you could say to God? You just be honest with him. Say, God, I'm colder than a dog's nose. And you know what? He understands. God, please help me because I've gotten cold. And I need you to give me some grace. And you know what you'll find out? He'll give you grace. But he's already helping you to make it through the coldness in Christianity. Because he wants to use your life for his honor and his glory. And he has no intention of letting you down now or ever in the Christian life. How to make it through coldness in Christianity.